the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. Just rolling along today, doing Auto Talk Radio this morning. The garden guys were amazing. I have to apologize to the folks that can't hear us. I hear that our uh, our uh, internet feed is down, so hopefully uh, they get it back up here shortly during the show so you can all hear. Um, otherwise, you're going to have to hop on your regular radio. So. What are we, cavemen? We must be. I don't even know if anybody has a radio. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, some people do. You can listen in your car. Go get in your car. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. Um, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Give us a call here if you have anything automotive related to speak about. Uh, We're happy to do so. Um, Like I said, sorry that the internet feeds down, but Brendan's over there feverishly working. To fix it, right? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Uh, so. It's feverishly texting other people to fix the problem. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we have a problem. <laughs> You're over there flipping the switches and turning the dials. Um, but uh, did, is there a switch or dial you accidentally turned off? Uh, as far as I know, yeah. no. Well, okay. There was a weird thing where uh, we have another button that was light up on the board, but that's only used for like testing how the audio sounds before you put them on the air officially. And so I turned that off. But as far as far as everything else, you know, no. And that should not affect at all our streaming. So hmm. interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully the streaming pops back up so everybody can can hear us eventually. So I don't know. If not, run out and get your car, like I said. But mm-hmm. then again, if you listen to streaming, you can't hear me tell you to do that. So therefore, I don't know what to say about it. And also, you're not telling me to run out to my car, right? <laughs> no, no. Okay, just tell Somebody's got to flip the switches and turn the <laughs> dials over there. So anyway. All right, folks, give us a call here, one 888 That's 888-344-1170. Um, we're talking about anything automotive-related. Today, we're uh, going to also talk about, uh, uh, in between here, uh, problems that cars can diagnose themselves or not. So it is possible that a car could diagnose some of its own problems, but but we'll see. We can talk about it and stuff like that, but uh, actually, most of the stuff on the car, no, but... Uh, um, it's uh, interesting stuff. Um, it's actually a lot harder to find multiple things that a car can diagnose itself than than you think. So I uh, went down this list. Uh, we are firmly in the 21st century. A uh, better question might be what problems can a car diagnose for itself? Because um, there's a lot of those. Um, we don't have, still, we don't have, remember the car kit for, uh, uh, what was that show? It was like a it dark, was a, uh, dark rider, right? Night rider, night rider. Night rider. Night that's rider. it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, I David remember. Hasselhoff. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. I remember that uh, that car was like a rolling computer, supposedly, and it could talk. Does your car talk to you? Um, it has it has that Siri function where you know if I ask, if I say Hey Siri in the car and stuff. Oh, sorry for those who are listening in the car, and I said Hey Siri and it popped up. Uh-huh. But uh, it, it'll do that and it'll actually connect me with the internet and stuff and say like, Oh, what did you want to look up and blah blah blah. So, so you think people, sort of, but not not as cool as Night Rider in any sense of the word. Not it, as cool. Not as, as cool. Then no. yeah, Night Rider talk to you when you're standing outside the car too. Oh, did, I forgot about that. That's yeah, right. Yeah, talk no. to you all the time. Well, talk no. to him all the time. Not, not me. Siri only wants to talk to me in the car. That's it. 
Well, so do you think when you say, hey, Siri, like that, people listening in the car, the car says yes? Uh, some of them. I definitely mind when I'm in the car. They'll be like, what? What? What do you want? Stop talking. So if so, but somebody on the radio said, hey, Siri, then the car would start talking. Oh, to no, you. that hasn't happened yet. Oh, okay. I, I've been lucky on that one. I was same just thing, curious. Same thing on, uh, you know, some other uh, on the Echo Dots where you say, hey, Alexa, you know. It doesn't, it, it never, my Alexa doesn't do that. But when I accidentally say, oh, I just, uh, we just drove a Lexus and then all of a sudden it pops up. What do you want? And I'm like, oh, I said Lexus, not whatever. <laughs> but whatever. She doesn't listen as well as you think. Huh? That's right. So anyway, uh, if a car knows so dang much, uh, it should be like Kit, right? I would expect so. Our cars actually are robot overlords. No, 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 no. Not yet. There's no, huh? such, there's no such thing as that. People do that talk all the time, and there's no such thing as that. We program it enough so it doesn't pro- overprogram us, <laughs> is what I believe. Yeah, so. I saw a funny thing uh, talking about cars and technology now. It showed a Chevy pickup truck, a new 2500. But they were talking about it being a, an EV, and they'd rate, put, and they added like 12 inches to the hood height and it's like it said with all that extra battery room we should have about 2,000 miles but the windshield to see out the windshield was only like six inches that you could see above it that's it (laughs) so where are you going well you know they could just like line the bed with batteries then it wouldn't be a pickup truck anymore though you wouldn't be able to haul nothing but the batteries for it right yeah and also you got to make sure you really waterproof that battery because you know any water damage into that battery it's going to be one expensive fix well and if you've been noticing uh um they were talking about uh there was a big uh article that i read um tesla's um catching on fire the ones that had been uh down in florida through the hurricanes and that Mm -hmm. and there's procedures so with those cars when they get towed in they're in an accident they 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 park them in an open lot where they keep cars like two car lengths between each car because they've been known to just burst into flames while sitting there all of a sudden they short out and burst into flames so they seem to be having a, that problem with them now from water damage. So do you saw you saw that also? Yeah, I did see that uh, story as well. A, a lot of destruction over there in Florida, basically. Yeah, very but, sad. Yeah, for sure. But no, I, I did read that same story. So um, uh, again, just go, it, it just goes to show you that you know uh, I don't believe in Tesla totally in terms of their technology and stuff. But that's any battery, to be fair. I guess. Well, let's be fair. That car was not made to be submerged underwater. Correct. Yes. <laughs> he, there's okay. no place when they sold it, they said it's a boat. <laughs> so, um, nor that you can leave it outside and there let the water come a, up over the roof. There was only that one German car that can t- go into the water, but I heard that the motor was just so weak anyway. The that duck. Was, yeah. That whatever it's called, duck something, yeah. I forget. It was it was not even worth it. to. You it's know. not a good looking car either, to be honest with you. Ah. I thought, you know, it's just a novelty car, to be honest. I never. It is. Yeah. I never expected it to have great sales or even do well in the market, uh, even when I first heard of it when I was little. So, you know, just for the novelty, that's the only reason why you would have it. You know, honest. Is it a collector car? Because I don't think it really is it a collector. Well, I would if I had to guess, I would presume that there wasn't a whole lot of them made. Okay, that's the only reason I, I. if you had one and it was restored, you know, in good condition, perfect condition, I'd presume it's probably worth something to somebody. Yeah. I'm not going to buy it. No, me neither. I don't don't (laughs) want it. That's for sure. But I'm sure it's worth somebody, something to somebody. Yeah. You know, people collect all kinds of things and, and, and you know, what makes something collectible when it's a car is, are the, is it rare in the condition it's in is what makes it collectible and what it's worth, you know? So just one of those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Interesting for sure. Without question. So, um, good stuff. Uh, so yeah, we, today we're talking about, you know, cars and, and the items they can diagnose, obviously cars and technology wise have come a long way. Um, but, uh, technology wise, you cannot take your EV and drive it as a submarine. It does not work out well. So we know that so far. So there's one thing a car can't, uh, do as far as, uh, an EV, um, Cars today are surrounded by sensors, though. Um, they're in the engine, the tires, the reservoirs, the windshield, the electrical system, the seat, your brain. Wait, no, not your brain. Probably all these sensors and the systems that keep track of them are known as uh, OBD, onboard diagnostics. Um, well, those systems aren't really, but the diagnostics for it is. Uh, it's um, 
vehicles have become extremely smart, though. There's no question about it. And and they are very helpful in their own diagnosis. No question about that also. Um, these vehicles keep track of their own health. And a problem often comes when they try to communicate their information with the driver like a cranky baby, <laughs> no matter what is wrong. Um, cars will turn on the check engine light. And we have multiple check engine lights on a vehicle now, not just check engine lights like ABS, traction control, um, uh, all different kinds of lights that come on if a, a fault is picked up in the system. Um, I will tell you this. Over the 80s and 90s and in the early 2000s, cars are definitely way more technologically advanced without question and way uh, supply a lot more information. Do they? those problems tend to diagnose themselves? No, they do give you an, an area though and they, they do communicate a lot better than they used to. Um, I remember in the 80s and uh, we'd, uh, on every technician had a little uh, two-prong uh, jumper on their keychain because you'd you'd stick it in the ADLD, which is the diagnostic connector back then, like for GM, and it would flash out the codes of any system that had an issue while the check engine light was on. We didn't have scanners then. Uh, so why do they switch it then to scanner? Because scanners were a little bit more accurate? or Well, now we can interact with the car. Gotcha. We, we, I mean, not only can we do that, we can watch live data. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, I mean, back then it was is it was just a, a flat, yeah, flashes of a light gave you a code and then you had to start taking your your uh usually had a fluke if you were any good a fluke meter okay and you would go start testing circuits and things or stuff in that circuit to figure out what had failed gotcha okay so definitely made it easier now cars were way rudimentary kind of like a <laughs> like the bubble green bubble screen computers that first came out you know? oh don't get me started the whole uh, dos system uh, and then try, uh, I can't even imagine flat screen TV, like flat screen TVs are nice. I can't imagine those big bulky ones anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but just, the thing, just think about this. When you had a computer with DOS on it, it seldom crashed. Mm-hmm. Unlike Windows and all that stuff that just crashes all the time. Right, so right. Now I'm probably going to get a, a stop letter from Windows talking bad about their product. <laughs> but, you know. Cease and desist. Yeah. I remember because so the first service writing program we had uh, um, back in 1993, 94 was uh, it was all DOS. But I'll tell you what, it it was rock hard solid there, you you know. But uh, we can do a lot more with the programs now, obviously. And there's a lot more uh, technology just like with cars. So as far as that goes, uh, um, definitely uh, um, a lot better things we have going all right folks 1-888-344-1170 that's 888-344-1170 um we're going to take our first break here real quick you're listening to auto talk radio on the answer san diego 1170 and 96.1 fm we'll be right back after these messages that talk more about cars There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Thanks for joining me this morning. 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive related, we're happy to chat with you about this morning. Everybody's moving a little slow. We're talking about uh, things that cars can and can't diagnose. I do want to remind folks that Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified, taking care of folks in North County now for uh, almost 30 years. And West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon. AAA approved, taking care of folks out there in East County now for 10 years in that area. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, right in central San Diego over there. Uh, AAA approved and smog certified, taking care of folks over there uh, for coming up on a uh, Five years, actually heading up into six years. 
And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road and Eastgate Mall, AAA approved, star certified for small, taking care of folks uh, right there in the Golden Triangle now for uh, four years. All of us at the West Automotive Group, me, myself, my employees, come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio as of all of our employees and myself truly believe in the same philosophy, which is we never put money ahead of people. Stop in to have your vehicle service repair and find out what quality automotive service repair is all about. Um, the West Automotive Group is also proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs. Unapproved credit, of course. Um, but great card to have. You can use it over and over again. Every time you use it, it's six months uh, no interest. So um, basically, you can save yourself uh, um, the trouble of paying right up front. Save yourself a bunch of interest also and uh, gives you six months to pay it off. What a great thing to do, uh, especially when you end up with those... Uh, um, car repairs that are unexpected you know it does help on the budget there for sure times are a little tough out there these days so it's one of the ways uh you can alleviate some of the pain for sure there to help with that uh you can just ask uh, one of my managers service advisors uh, get in take advantage of our diagnosis of vehicles get your vehicle diagnosed properly or sort of care transmission diagnosis also um where we actually uh will diagnose the vehicle for you get it figured out uh the best uh, money ever spent is on a uh, diagnosis by a qualified technician because I tell you what, it'll save you a lot of money in the long run. Um, we also uh, offer free shuttle rides to or from work or home, and uh, each location has uh, uh, rental vehicles available at uh, right there near us. So if you need to get a rental car for the day, we can uh, help you out with that. Um, we work closely with them to uh, try to keep the cost down on that for sure. Um you can jump on westautomotivegroup.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Once again, that's westautomotivegroup.com. Uh, and you can uh, give us a follow. And we send out tips and all kinds of automotive uh, cool little things, you know, uh, throughout the week here and there. So um, if you're following us, you just get those uh, cool little tips. Nothing nothing uh, bad about car stuff. That way uh, it helps you keep, keep, keep your car in your forefront of mind, making sure she, it stays serviced and repaired and doing the right thing. And then uh, also just some cool little things, like I said. So at westautomotivegroup.com. You can also see Automan segments uh, there. You can click on our YouTube channel right from westautomotivegroup.com or uh, the Auto Talk Radio uh, uh, page. And uh, we post all of our uh, podcasts um, there after we're done, obviously live. Um, and uh, you can get them there. Down, You can actually download them there or you can go to... Uh, uh, grab the podcast from Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com, and tune in. All available there. Just uh, uh, go to any of those and uh, put in the answer San Diego 1170 weekend, and you will find uh, find our shows there. They're available for download. Um, give us a call now at 1-888-344-1170, though. That's 888-344-1170. Otherwise, go to westautomotivegroup.com and check us out. But this morning, we are talking about different things with cars and stuff, as always. Um, so we're talk, we talking about lights that come on in the vehicle to to tell you when there's a problem. Uh, diagnostic trouble codes are uh, common with vehicles. Uh, cars computer spits out a code that can only be deciphered by a reader. Well, we were talking about in the old days, it used to, be, it used to flash out the code. Um, but correct, it uh, is uh, um, decided by uh, uh, the information we get when you plug into a vehicle is is uh, bi-directional also. We can actually now command some things on the vehicle when testing them, such as a lot of vehicles we can run a service bay EVAP test on some vehicles where we actually, it will do what the computer commands to test the system, see if it holds vacuum, et cetera. Um, we can do other things where we, uh, um, such as testing the range of, of a um, drive-by-wire throttle items. Like There's all kinds of things we can do as far as that goes uh, that are bi-directional, which are very helpful these days with cars. Um, and, it, and I mentioned the service pay test because we, you know, you you can get a check engine light from a loose gas cap, right? The EVAP system's not working. Well, even today, today's newer cars, we're doing away with the gas caps now. We have the little flappers. So when you fill your car, you don't have a gas cap on your car, right, Brendan? No, I, I do have one, but I... There's uh, actually a gas cap? Still? Yeah, uh-huh, oh. yeah. Uh, but I will say, um, 
Uh, I rented out. Um, I'm trying to. Remember. It was Alexis because that's why I was telling you about that. Uh, uh, well, I was. I went to a wedding last week. Everybody, so just that's up. And I rented out Alexis, and it has that flap you're talking about. So it was a brand new Lexus. I can't remember on the time I had my new Ford was. Ranger does too. Uh-huh. So you don't take the gas cap off. So it's where you put the fuel in. What yeah. we're talking about. There's a little flapper door, and that's what seals whenever it closes for the evap system. Um, so you never have to worry about forgetting your gas cap or anything like that. Right, right. right. Uh, when I looked at it, I was like, man, I can't find that gas cap <laughs> first. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, it makes it easy. Exactly. Until yeah. uh, till that seal fails and you get an EVAP code and you got to replace the whole filler neck. Great. Well, I rented it, so I didn't care too much. Well, you gave it back. It's yeah, not, exactly. your, not your problem. It's not my, yeah, it's it's not not my problem. No? I, I, I stomped the... The accelerator so hard you have no idea they they were like what is this guy doing in washington did you oh you flew up to washington for yeah, a wedding we flew, yeah for a wedding yeah gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah you we got married on. again no i didn't no my oh. cousin did oh uh, yeah. gotcha yeah that makes sense yeah it was fun it was fun very so. cool yeah i'm sure you took your wife with you right yes of course yeah, she yeah, i'm yeah. sure she appreciated yeah. that oh yes yeah <laughs> uh, their wedding dj uh had to cancel at the last second for Why? a family emergency oh no said. Yeah, but they said, "Hey, Brendan, you want to do it?" And I said, "Oh, sure." So, so I you there. DJ'd. I DJ'd. Oh, yeah. oh well, spinning you're good at tur- that, right? Spinning those turntables. They didn't have turntables. No, no I doubt it. <laughs> it was probably just the electronic stick music, right? Something like that. Yeah. They, yeah. they have a little computer. They played it with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. And uh, I just had to transition the songs and stuff. That oh, got you. Peasy, Did you have all the dance? Or, I mean, all the typical wedding dance music and stuff. Uh, name me a song, and I'll say yes or no. Probably. I couldn't name me a song. I'm not good at that. Uh, at I all. would say Cupid Shuffle. Yes. YMCA. No, that's just a the YMCA is a, a wedding song. Absolutely, it is. But I think it's so corny i hate that song it's kind of a goofy song yeah. but the people that macarena i cannot stand if anyone plays the macarena i'm leaving your wedding i'm sorry i can't do it sorry <laughs> all right is that a typical song played at a wedding oh absolutely especially back in the 90s been to a wedding for sure. in forever to be absolutely honest with you. it's yeah. been a long time hey uh it's uh, i know it's kind of getting off topic but uh there's some ev news recently i don't what? know if you heard um probably but go yeah. ahead and spit it out uh, back in march washington signed the bill saying by 2030 they want to sell nothing but AV cars now in the too. United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, specifically in Washington, not not Washington with DC, but oh, the state of the Washington. Sta- oh, okay. Yeah. And now uh, New York is just waiting on a signature now uh, for uh, the state of New York to do the same thing as California by 2035. Do uh, sell nothing but EV cars now uh, by 2035. Uh, the newer cars. So. Uh, it sounds like each state is now phone, uh, like we like we usually said, California is usually the leader in some of these new laws that will come out, mm-hmm. and other states are going to try to follow it. And here we are with Washington and New York following our steps. So, well, interesting as always. Mm-hmm. Not looking forward to driving an electric truck. No, definitely not. Time. Heck, uh, Heck, the Ford, the new Ford uh, Lightning just went up again, another five thousand oh, dollars. Sure yeah. did, and I just saw somebody said, "I don't know why everybody calls these EV electric vehicles. Why don't they just call them coal burners, natural gas runners?" Right, or, right. Well, right. I mean, that's where it comes from, right? Right. It could, your car could be nuclear powered, but uh, um, that's there's what not I would, much I, nuclear. And I don't even know if there is a, a nuclear. Uh, a power station in the U.S. anymore. They literally, I think Didn't they just literally up? shut down one like a couple months ago, yeah, right? They, they've Something been like shutting them down like cra- crazy mm-hmm. over the years. Like, I mean, well, so San Onofre, it's probably been over 10 years since that shut down, right? Right. Yeah, right. so, um, yeah, you know, it was a great idea. It worked well. <laughs> it, it was the cleanest energy it we was, have. Compared, compared to what we're doing right now, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but, uh, so all these electric, which you're going to get me on this page, but all these electric vehicles, they really... They're not. That's not environmentally friendly. We all. Know I mean, that. I I understand it's not putting out bad emissions where you're standing when you're driving it, but uh, it 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 had to get produced somehow. The electricity that you put in the battery, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the other thing I was going to follow up to. New York also says that they only are going to accept zero emission vehicles mm-hmm. um, starting in 2025. So that's very very quick. Well, you know? we we have we have I know, a lot I, of zero vehicles. Exactly. That, that yeah. So out. that's not that's not you know you know th- that's not anything. Shocking so if you ever see like PZEV on the back of a car, that's partial zero emissions vehicle. Mm-hmm. So they won't be able to sell those. A ZEV is a zero emissions vehicle. Mm-hmm. A and ZEV. Well, like every, yeah. well, every car that doesn't have that designation is a partial emissions vehicle because it partially puts out emissions. Right. Cars are pretty. Cars actually now, like newer cars and trucks, that like, um, if you, as far as reading the emissions out of a vehicle, if you sniff test them, 
it's zeros. It puts out zeros because catalytic converters and all the systems on the car. Um, zeros that the machine can read. Now, if you got more technically advanced machines, you'd be able to read something coming out of them. But uh, it's a very small amount. So um, this push to think that you're saying, I I don't know that uh, um, a coal-burning electric uh, um, um, generation plant um, is cleaner than uh, um, it is to have a vehicle that gasoline vehicle today's newer vehicles with as clean as they run mm-hmm. you know, and, so. and then, then look again we've always discussed this a lot of the weeks where their alternatives are still not even good enough like solar power wind power to even charge these vehicles so yeah no way yeah it's exactly. not gonna last it can't, I, I mean i don't i don't i don't know about all this and how they're gonna the structure and where we're at uh um the grid um, the infrastructure and everything, there's no way that it's going to be able to handle all these vehicles unless they do something. And they're, I mean, that's imagine the undertaking of that that's going to be required. They need to start working towards it, obviously, but um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting. Time's coming slowly but surely. All these time is dead this. electric cars parked alongside the road. But don't charge your car right now because we're in a brown or black zone. So, you know. You don't have time to charge it right now. You got to charge it between like midnight and two a.m. <laughs> something, something like don't that. You? Yeah, <laughs> get up and plug your car in. Don't forget. If you do forget, guess what? It's not that easy to go to a gas station. Like you know, I get up this morning, and if my truck's low on gas before I go anywhere, I just spin up to the gas station to fill her up, and I'm good to go. Right? Not so with your car. You could you could plug it in for a few minutes, get a charge on it, drive to if you're going to like a mall or someplace. There's a charging unit. Plug it in. But uh, I, North County Fair Mall, they have all these chargers they put on. They're still not working. They're, they're, they're just there. So they don't work. Mm. Interesting, yeah. huh? Yeah. You uh, know why? I'm going to guess because we don't have enough power to even power <laughs> Probably those stations. don't. I don't know yeah. why, to be honest with you. But it's, it's, a, it's a thought. We also added all those power stations over at the stadium, too. And I'm still trying Do they to fig- work? Oh, I'm still trying to figure that out if they even work in the first place. So. Oh. I I don't know because I never I, I, a I don't that, own an EV and B um, I mean I'm not I'm not going to own one anytime not soon. Not going to go buy one right now. Yeah, no. You just bought a new car. Why would you buy an EV? I, I know, I know, right? Yeah. So, not going to waste my money. Not going to waste my time. Not going to waste anything else besides what I well, well I'm still paying for my car right now. But you know, it'll get down. Yep, yep. It's all good. One one of those things, but no, I, you're talking about the new stadium, though uh, the new uh, uh, Snapdragon Stadium. Snapdragon, yeah. What what's that may, name mean? Why? why well, they... it's it's a um, affiliate of Qualcomm. It's like a it's a sister company. That, oh, uh, it is. Yeah, yeah. So oh. they deal in the same realm of what Qualcomm does in terms of uh, programming and stuff. Like and that. obviously, they they spent money helping build it or something, so they got they got a naming. Well, thing. Spo- I bet Are mostly sponsoring it. it. Yeah, yeah, just like Coors down in Chula Vista, which is now actually then it was Sleep Train. I don't know what it is now. Oh, it's uh, North Island Federal Credit. That's Union. right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. Uh-huh. So that's what it is. Yeah. And, and now it's not the sports arena; it's the Pachanga Arena, I think. Too. It, yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't like calling it that. I still call it sports arena. Well, the confusing thing about that is then people end up like, uh, um, I knew somebody that worked up at uh, Pachanga or where? Wait, what was it before that? It, it was Valley View, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Valley. They called it Valley View. Mm-hmm. So they worked up at Valley View, and they said uh, 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 um, that. Uh, um, People would show up all the time there for, we're here for the concert. Oh, yeah, you're a long way away. You guys need to go down to San Diego to the sports arena, you know, where where it is. So they'd actually and it confused up, people there. Yeah, correct, yeah, yeah. Correct, uh. correct. I'm sorry, just glanced up. They're releasing, do you do you remember the lady Anna Sorkin? No. There was a whole Netflix, Netflix series made about her. She was the, she lied about being an heiress in New York and got all these people to give her money and she lived the high life like for years she got arrested. You never saw that. I remember it slightly, but yeah. uh, they're making a series or a TV no, show. No, they it? made a no. They made a Netflix like movie series about it, which okay. like a documentary. Yeah, it was very interesting. It has nothing to do with cars, but the girl stole money from everybody. She had she had all these bankers like convinced they were going to give her millions of dollars to do this project that she was trying to do with this building and stuff. So it was very interesting. Mm. Oh, she was. Up. Yeah, you should check it out. It's something Anna. Uh, I forget what it's called, but anyway, I just I just saw they're releasing her from jail. Oh, she's been in jail for quite a while, I think, for quite a few years. So, 
So, well, well, is there like in probation the, or something? like that? I don't that? know, but in the yeah. show, which is kind of funny, but the, in the show, um, that her her a lady writing an article about her goes to see her, and she's in prison, and she's like telling the the the, the Anna girls telling the, the the newspaper lady like you 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 need to buy better clothes. You're not dressed very well to come. She's like, I'm coming to see you in prison. Like, how am I supposed to dress? It's just, <laughs> this girl's reality, that girl, Anna, if you watch it, that is so out there. Has nothing to do with cars, though. So we'll move back to cars. All right, folks, we're going to take our first our first break, our last break here, one 888 Give us a shout, 888-344-1170, anything automotive-related. Happy to talk to you about You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego 1170 and 96.1 FM. We'll be right back up to these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the auto man here on auto talk radio brian bowersock 888-344-1170 now here's more auto talk with brian bowersock all right folks welcome back to auto talk radio it's kind of quiet today but i think it's kind of quiet because most people that listen to Auto Talk Radio do so on a uh, um, streaming streaming device. Yes, mm-hmm. that's the word I was looking for, and uh, nobody can. Uh, <laughs> my dad just texted me. He's like, "I tried two computers in my phone. I can't seem to can't seem to get uh, get you up there." And I said, "Well, we're not on the web right now." <laughs> said Brendan's flipping switches and dials, and something's missing over there. It's not not working. Not working out. Not working out. Unfortunately, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy though one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Um, we're talking about things uh, cars can possibly or possibly not diagnose themselves. I do want to remind folks, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. Interstate Batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell any other battery at the West Automotive Group for one simple reason: they are the highest quality batteries out there. Um. So if you need a battery for your vehicle, jump on westautomotivegroup.com. One of our four locations can get an interstate installed for you. If you uh, um, need a battery for any other need, check them out at 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at 70th and University. Interstate battery, a battery for every need. They do have a battery for every need. There is no lie about that. So um, talking about vehicles and things they can diagnose themselves. So we were talking a little bit about EVAP for you. got started uh into this too much and uh, um things the car can diagnose for a car can tell you when it's time for an oil change i don't think that's really diagnosing itself it's a light that comes on by mileage so um conventional wisdom everyone had to change their engine oil at three thousand miles back in the old days uh the engine technologies and oil film has improved and the guideline now is about five thousand miles uh Miles are, are so old school, though. <laughs> All the cool kids now have sensors that can tell how fit the, filthy the oil is. Yeah, those sensors kind of work, but I'm going to tell you now, um, it's I stick to mileage still uh, in our recommendations. It's just a better way to take care of your vehicle. If you love your vehicle and you're going to keep your vehicle, you should probably stick to mileage on it. So anyway, good old stuff. Um, let's uh, grab Tom in uh, Mission Valley real quick. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Brian, how you doing? I'm doing amazing. How about yourself? All right. Hey, I had a Ford Focus ST, mm-hmm. and it had the capless uh, gas tank. Yes, sir. And and um, they would give you a funnel that you could stick down in case you ran out of gas, I assume, that you could still, you know, fill, put some gas in. Correct, so yeah. I, I was like, well, you could put any kind of funnel and pour something down there. And... I went on their website and I found that Ford had a gas plug and it was a locking uh, gas plug. So it's just like a gas cap. And I went and I, and I bought one of those and I kept that on my car the whole time I had that car. Well, yeah, because I mean, especially, you know, I, I mean, I don't really worry about it with my truck. I don't leave. I, 
it parks in the garage all the time. So, um, you know, but if you were leaving your car out places or like, yeah, you're right. Somebody could stick a funnel in there and dump anything they wanted into your fuel tank. No question about it. All right. I, I, you know, I, now I got a Kia Forte and it, it has a regular gas cap. And, oh, does it? And you, yeah. And, uh, it's a 21. And I mean, until they start, you know, making it so you can you have to have like some lock on it. Well, to be honest with you, having a cap on it. Yeah. So when you lock my truck, though, the fuel door locks like when I put this, the door didn't lock. Oh, okay. So I was going to say that also works well now. So I think on a lot of those cars now that have um, um, the the capless uh, gas tank filler neck, um, they that the fuel doors may lock on them. I know I know on my truck it does. So um, I'm focus. It didn't. And. uh, and when you know when I realized they had that gas plug, I bought one and put you know and started using that. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, safety is always better, especially like I said, if you're leaving the car out, you don't want anybody dumping. It. But it, w- people shouldn't dump things into other people's gas tanks anyway. That's not nice. Oh hell no, it's not nice. Not unless they just want to give you some really high grade fuel that they didn't they weren't using. Yeah. <laughs> we don't we don't live in a nice society. That's no, just a fact. No, not all the time we don't. You're right. No question about it. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. People do some things like that. But good point. You don't want anything in your gas tank except for gas. Yep. For sure. All right. Thanks for your time. Thanks for the call, Tom. Thanks for listening. You have a wonderful, safe weekend. Good point, though. Yeah, you might want to put in a locking gas cap on there if uh, if you're – or a cap on there if you um, consider uh, – um, having issues like that. I know we did, a, we did, we had, we did a suburban for a lady one time who was going through a messy divorce. And, um, she said, I don't know for sure that her ex husband to be had put stuff in the tank. We did a fuel sample on it. And she was right. There was, there, it was contamin- a ton of contamination in the, in the fuel system on the vehicle. So, um, they ended up pulling the tank and having the tank cleaned and put a new fuel, uh, pump and, uh, fuel filter in the system flush out the lines luckily it didn't damage the engine because some stuff like sugar stuff like that is very damaging to uh uh the whole fuel system and can damage a motor if enough gets through it so um it's it's a uh not a good thing so um terrible terrible ideas to put something in somebody's gas tank that's not not cool don't do that ever um back to cars and monitoring driving habits um so, yeah, oil change as far as that goes. Uh, uh, you can squeeze a few miles out of your oil with the light if, uh, you know, you drive different depending on how you drive. But once again, I, I just do it by mileage. Um, I want the oil to stay clean. And there's no question that by 5,000 miles, it's time, no matter what oil you use. And I, I use real high-quality full synthetic oil um, on all my vehicles, and uh, you know, which we use only full synthetic at the West Automotive Group totally. And uh, it's great stuff, but still 5,000 miles, I believe. Uh, the, the, the next one is the tire pressure monitoring system. Um, it has come a long way. I believe we talked about this uh, um, uh, a week ago or so. Um, the tire pressure sensors weren't the greatest back um, initially when they came out. But now they know tire position. They can tell you, you know, where it drops down to. They're pretty... Uh, pretty uh um reliable as far as uh uh, telling you the pressure and all that which is a nice thing i mean we always talk about you should check your tire pressure regularly well and and when you have a a newer car now with the tire you just click down to the tire pressure monitor um on your screen there and it pops up and tells you exactly the pressure of each tire you don't have to manually get out and do it so quick so you can check your tire pressure weekly daily whatever works for you keep an eye on it um those sensors do fail but not near like they used to so um, it's just a, it's a great system and helps you save your tires too. No question about it. Um, you may not know you have a low tire right away. Like you get a nail in it or something like that. You're driving around, you can damage the tire. If you don't have a tire pressure monitoring system, um, if you do, you know, right away and you know, to fill up there and not, not to continue driving around like that. Cause it will damage the tire as we talked about. So that is one one of the systems that the car can actually tell on itself and help you out and uh, make sure for sure that uh, you get uh, the tire all fixed up before it is flat or run on the sidewalls and and destroyed. So good stuff there. 
Um, luxury cars, cars, you know, when you, you buy cars, um, higher-end cars, they, they have a, uh, um, a lot of different things. I have a good friend that bought one of the new Mercedes electric EQSs. Boy, that thing's like a, a electric rocket ship with all kinds of uh, bells and whistles on it. Pretty cool uh, car, actually, um, when you're talking about EVs, for sure. And it's uh, super fast, man. That thing almost give you whiplash as fast as it moves. Uh, you know, so uh, amazing stuff. That car's like a robot, the closest car to a robot, I would say. It talks to you and and and, and all that. And uh, you you don't have to say Siri to it. I believe they say Mercedes to it. That's what they do. So hey, Mercedes. Hey, Mercedes. Oh, sorry, I just ruined everyone. Mercedes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and, and it's funny because my friend gets in it and it says hello. And his name, as far as that goes, they talk the car totally talks to him all the time. It's like you got your own butler inside the car. It reminds me of uh, do you remember Total Recall? Yeah, they had a robot taxi driver. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of uh, that. That didn't turn out so well, did it? No, no, <laughs> he, he he got a complete malfunction and started speeding off. So, but that was a good movie, still, and you know. Yeah, that thing was kind of like Kit, only not not. It didn't help fight crime. Yeah, exactly. it created crime. <laughs> um, cars without fancy sensors have a low tech way of telling you, like brake pads need changing. There's a light that comes on on some cars. A lot of cars don't even, even today's cars don't have um, sensors on the brake pads. So uh, a lot of high end cars, like BMWs, like to do that. Mercedes, they actually have a sensor that. Uh, uh, when the sensor makes contact to the rotor, um, the, it's within a certain distance and it's time to look at the brake pads. So, um, regular cars, sometimes, you know, they end up making noise before you figure out you need brake pads. If you're getting your vehicle in regularly every 5,000 miles and having a, a trained technician take a look at it, though, you never end up uh, uh, with those noises or problems. I can hear cars going through the parking lot sometimes that I know need brakes. I hear them, wheat, 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 wheat. The, the little indicators, that those those are the non-electronic indicators that actually uh, touch the rotor and start screeching uh, like a baby bald eagle or something. Um, and uh, um, it makes a noise as you drive. So I, I guess some people don't know what that noise is, but I, if I'm standing in a parking lot and a car drives by me, I know right away that, oh, that car needs brakes. Um. Here's a good one. As more as uh, uh, more kinds of fuels become available, um, you know, besides gasoline, uh, entirely new systems are popping up on cars. Uh, electric cars are pretty much a bundle of sensors, as we were just talking. Wheels, seats attached, so they they beep at you. They make noises. You can talk to them. They'll tell you things. Um, as far as that goes, uh, um, when there's concerns, but they won't necessarily diagnose and tell you what's wrong. Um, so as far as that uh, goes, you still we still have all the uh, testing and all that. And on those cars, there's even more testing electronically because you've done away with the engine, right, uh, um, of a vehicle. Everything is electronic now, plain and simple. Uh, so there is a lot of different uh, of items. From what I understand, when a when when a Tesla has an issue and it reports there's an issue. Uh, what Tesla does is set up a service call for you to a Tesla center, and then they they order up all the parts that could possibly cause that problem, or, or most of them, as far as that goes, the regular parts that cause that problem. When you roll in, the tech has all these different parts for this thing, and he tests it, figures out, and then he replaces that part, and down you go, the rest goes back. Well, I always thought that's very interesting. If you did that on a gasoline, like you order every part that could possibly be, that'd be a lot of parts. So, and be a lot of parts coming and going, but, uh, um, obviously they have, they, they only repair Tesla's at Tesla rep service center, um, which is Tesla. So they have all these parts there and they just pull them off the shelf and they put them back on the shelf apparently. So, uh, that's, uh, the way they've been doing those vehicles. Um, EVs that we've seen and worked on are very, uh, much the same as far as, uh, just, you got to diagnose them and there's a lot of, uh, time spent doing so, um, with EVs or, or hybrids or even regular vehicles, you know, but, uh, um, EVs are more electronic, uh, um, items as far as that goes. Cause everything's electric. Um, 
diesel. I was just reading reading here about uh, uh, diesel vehicles have filters these days, so that uh, can tell the technology tell you when the filter needs to be cleaned. The particulate filter we call it. Um, so there's sensors on that, and that knows it, it can tell when it's clogged, started to clog up. There's a regeneration process on most of those diesels that we run, or with the with the factory. Uh, software we can put them into a regeneration process that cleans up the filter um, if they get too dirty those particulate filters have to be pulled off and actually uh, sent and baked and they can clean them up or they need to be replaced um, so just just some uh, if you own a diesel and you get, get a regen that's what uh, um, um, the def fluid now is is helps they sprays to help clean those is what it does on a regular basis that's how they came up with that fluid so and never put gasoline in a def tank and never put def fluid in a gas tank be- or a diesel tank because uh, def fluid destroys the fuel system. We've had a couple of vehicles towed in that way. It's a lot of work. You got to get all that out of there and quickly because and don't if you ever end up putting a def fluid into your diesel tank uh, where the diesel goes, mate, don't start the vehicle. That's the best thing. Just tow it from there if you realize you did it because starting the vehicle runs it into the fuel system, which can damage injectors and all that. I've seen Mercedes that fifteen, seventeen thousand dollars $17,000 to fix the fuel system on them uh, um, because somebody put that fluid in and drove it. So it destroys the fuel system uh, as far as that goes. So be very cognizant about that if you own a diesel and you add uh, uh, DEF fluid to the DEF tank um, and you accidentally get it in a diesel tank, it's a big problem. We've seen that a few times. Um, cars don't just diagnose dangerous things though. Uh, well, uh, your oil change and all that is not a dangerous thing, but, uh, there's a lot of sensors to make life easier on a vehicle. So, um, for example, the Acura RLX, uh, which, uh, senses humidity level in the cabin of the car. The interior gets too damp. It turn on the air conditioning and recirculate air to prevent fog or frost from collecting on the windows. So, that sensor is very helpful for climate control inside the vehicle. Also, uh, you know, set the temperature in that in the car and humidity. It keeps the driver comfortable, um, which per- can prevent accidents and things like that. It's it's a good thing. Uh, uh, the cold air that the car can put through, you know, depending on if it gets steamy or damp or whatever. So it's a good sensor to have inside the car until it goes wrong and it doesn't read right. And then it could... Uh, cause the uh, <laughs> climate control system to do all kinds of funny things. Um, um, the check engine light comes on while you're driving. Your heart stops. Should you pull over right now? Is a piston flying through the hood? Usually not. The car will will obviously turn on check engine light. We always ask folks, like, they're like, can I drive it? Or is it flashing? Is it what, What's it doing? Because if check engine light flashing is a big problem, um, it, it means that there's a, a bad misfire and you're running raw fuel into the exhaust system, um, So that which can damage the catalytic converter and other items. Uh, then, uh, But there are a lot of items that the check engine light turns on for um, that... Uh, um, as far as that will not cause the car to um, leave you alongside the road. So you just got to be cognizant of how your car is running too. So no, the car will not tell you all the time. Although a lot of cars now, like the, the gas cap thing we were talking about, if you have a vehicle with a gas cap and you leave it off, it runs the EVAP and turns on the check engine light. Um, a lot of those cars have actually a little thing that shows the gas cap thing. And and that's because it picked up an EVAP code and it wants you to check the gas cap just in case to save yourself the trouble. The good news with that is uh, if you put the gas cap on, back on, and the next time the car runs self-monitor for the EVAP system, it'll turn off the check engine light. That pending code still stays in there as as a, a previous code, but it'll turn off the check engine light because the system passed when it ran its test. So always tell folks, just put the gas cap back on if you leave it off and it will do that. Or you can stop in and it's easy enough to clear, clear that out. Um, if, uh, that's one of the cool things uh, about cars and gas caps these days, as far as that goes, that a lot of them do tell you, um, there's more fluids in your car than just oil, transmission fluid, brake fluid, power steering fluid, more, 
most of these you used to be able to check, you know, with a dipstick, but a lot of cars now do not even have dipsticks on them whatsoever. So, uh, you, uh, it's one of those things as far as it goes. Man, the hour flew by, didn't it? Quickly, huh? Yeah. Yeah, as far as that goes. So we, we spent some time talking about uh, cars and different things they can and can't do. But cars, technolo- technology-wise, have become extremely advanced. There's no question about it. And they can tell you a lot of things these days, um, usually about systems or problems or that. But uh, there there's still a lot of diagnosis that goes into them, especially when you get a, a difficult problem. Um, we see cars come in sometimes like uh, we have a Dodge Caravan right now that, uh, um, the customer replaced every part that could possibly lead to this code normally. Then there's some other parts that we had to replace and it's got rid of a couple of the codes and it still has one. So now you can have resistant issues that cause the check engine light to come on and stuff like that. So throwing parts at a car doesn't always fix it. You know, it's good to know, uh, what we need to do and how we need to do it. So, um, and test. Testing properly is extremely important. So if you're having a uh, light issue, a check engine light, anything, traction control, all that, uh, give us a shout. Hop on westautomotivegroup.com, make an appointment, and get in. We'll get you all taken care of. Hey, San Diego and everybody else out there, truly appreciate you joining us today. Um, always enjoy doing Auto Talk Radio and having everybody join in. It's uh, Listen, I'm sorry that the, uh, the webcast is down, but uh, by next week, I'm sure Brendan will have it fixed, and we'll be back up and running. Keep the rubber side down. And the shiny side up, you've been listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego 1170 and 96.1. We will definitely be back next Saturday, Um, but uh, enjoy the weekend. I don't know what it's supposed to be here in San Diego, but sure, it'll be nice. It's that time of year, right? So all good stuff. Everybody be safe. Until next week, this has been Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego 1170. answers to all your automotive questions tune in every week at this same time for auto talk with brian bowersock to learn more about brian become a guest or sponsor of the show or if you have additional questions visit the westautomotivegroup.com that's the westautomotivegroup.com and click on auto talk radio join us again next week for more auto talk This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.